Thanks for checking out the Power Place audio podcast. The Power Place exists to help you encounter the Lord's presence daily, to empower you with His Spirit and His Word so that you can engage your world. Here at the Power Place, we believe the Bible from cover to cover. And our prayer is that as you listen, the absolute truth of God's Word would bring complete freedom to every area of your life. Thank you, sir. Hey, well, good morning. Uh, Good to see everybody this morning. Anybody excited to be in church today? Yeah. Hey, we're having church. Man, it's been a powerful day. Um, And I thought it was so cool. We're starting a new series today. Uh, We're starting a series called Core Values. Uh, You may have uh, heard a few of our values uh, in the past few months, weeks. Anybody know some of our values? Maybe it's kind of, we talk about it every week. Um, But it's, it's funny, like, uh, we're so excited about this this new season, right? This new season or this new era, a season of seasons. And it's been really cool because God has just been downloading vision and direction and clarity. And a part of that is just the values of the house, right? And where we're headed, where, where he wants to take us. And, and it's so cool to just be able to step into this series and just share it more with you. Um, if you're wondering about all of the core values of the church, if you're wondering, hey, what, what, is, what is everything, you know, written out? Like, I want to see it. And we've got cards for you. If that interests you, you can go to the connection bar, and there's a card there for you. I think there's even some back at the usher stand. Uh, take one of those as you're headed out, and all of them are, are plainly on there. Um, this morning, we're talking about honor. Uh, we, Pastor Zay talked about how it's honor up, honor down, honor all around. And it was so fun in, in worship this morning. It was just such a, a sweet moment in his presence. Just you feel that? It was just such that, that sweet just moment in his presence. And uh, I just felt like we were beginning this, this uh, morning of honor just by honoring the Father. Just by, by thanking him. I was, I was down here worshiping, and it was just like that, that sweet, just like, I love how there, there's, there's high moments in worship. And there's also just those moments of just like, oh man, I, I can hear myself just, just talking to God. And it was, it, was, it was so fun because I felt like it was in that moment. It was almost like, it, it, like a Hallmark card. Anybody, you got, you got Hallmark cards? Like probably for like your, your birthday or maybe for, for Christmas. Like you get the Hallmark card. And you, you know, there's the people out there, maybe this is you, that they like get the Hallmark card. It's got like this like poem in there. Like you're just weeping like when you're done reading this card. And then they just like sign their name. Is that you? Like maybe that's some of you. Maybe that's like your husband. Like you just for your for your birthday he gets like the Hallmark card and he just signs his name, right? And then there's the people that like if they get the Hallmark card and then they write like a chapter book like on on the you know the front side and then the back side, and it's like those are the cards that you're like, you're hiding in your drawer. Like oh man, I'm gonna come back to that. But I felt like this morning it was it was that. Like it was like we're not we're not just singing what's on the screen. It was just moments of God. I'm gonna honor you today. Right, God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write out these, these words of, of what you mean to me in, in these moments. And it's so cool. I love that we started there as, as we're just talking about honor this morning. Um, and so as, as Pastor Zay talked about, today's going to look a little bit different. Uh, Pastor Billy and I are going to kind of tag team this thing. And uh, Pastor Greg was supposed to be a part of today, uh, but he has been sick all week. So I just want to take a moment. Just take, take a second. And let's just pray for, for PG and for Christy, just health and wholeness over them. I know that they're watching this morning. 
Oh, so just lift your hands. Let's just, let's just pray over, over them, just health and wholeness. God, I just pray for health and for wholeness over Pastor Greg and Christy today, God. But I pray that you would just, just fill their room where they're at today, God. I pray for just the, your, your, your supernatural touch today, God. But I pray that in every sickness would have to leave in Jesus' name, God. But I pray that you would just come into their room and just, and just, uh, just do a, a mighty work, God. But I pray you just, your, your, your supernatural touch over them today, God. We just love you and we thank you for how you're ministering to them even now, God. Just blessings and favor, I pray, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Amen. So this morning, as I'm kind of doing a, a portion of what Pastor Greg was going to talk about, I only felt that it was right that I, that I start with a few of his jokes. Okay, you, you okay with that? You cool with that? All right, anybody ready for that? Awesome. Okay. It's like my mom used to tell me, you, you may not be the dumbest guy in the world, but you better hope he doesn't die. That was a pretty good one. Thank you, PG. Everybody can bring joy, some by arriving, others by leaving. Come on, we all have that family member, right? You know what I'm talking about. It's a good one. Like I said, we're talking about honor today. And uh, man, I'm excited for what God is going to do as we begin honor. So honor. In this culture, in this world, we've all but lost a culture of honor, right? It's one of those things where it's hardly a thing anymore, right? And it's one of those things where I feel like, you know, you almost learn what honor is by seeing what is not, right? You see pictures of what honor is not all around. You've probably experienced it yourself, right? You know when the kid, your kids don't honor you, right? Or when people talk down to you or bad about you. Right, you experience that dishonor. Maybe you've, you've been to a restaurant and you see the, the family member or the, the family over here, just the dad's just chewing out the waiter or the waitress just because that one little thing that they didn't do that they thought they should do. Right, you see dishonor all over the place. So what does biblical honor actually look like? Right, what, what does it actually look like? I'm glad you asked. In Romans 12, 1, it says this. We're, gonna, we're just going to dive through this chapter together. If you have it, uh, pull it out. If you want to follow along on the screen, there it is there for you too. Romans 12, 1, it says... Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You see that, right? Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve that God's will is his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Right? His good, pleasing, and perfect will. It goes on to say, For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought to, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment. Right? Honor, it's that humility. It's thinking of others. Right? In accordance with the faith, uh, members, or God has not distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body and many members, and these members do not have all the same function, so in Christ we... Though, through, though many form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If, if your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it, if it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. 
So this portion of scripture right here is, is talking about all the different gifts in the church, in the body. How many of you are, are super thankful that you're not exactly like the person sitting next to you? Right? Oh man, yeah. I'm, I'm super thankful that I'm not like Pastor Jeremy over here, like I'm all right, like, I, mean, I wouldn't be like that guy. No, he's just kidding, he's a good guy. But like, Ashton and I, my wife and I, we talk about this all the time, like, we couldn't be more opposites in so many different areas. And we talk about that, we're like, man, I'm so thankful that I'm not like you. And like, it's just, it, it gives a, a, a flavor, right? It's an interest in life, right? But, it, but you're, you're so thankful that you didn't marry or you're not walking through life with someone that's the exact same, that doesn't think the same, that it, that it, that it, that it reacts to the, the same way. But it's, it's, it's honoring them for the, for the differences. And that's what the Lord is saying right here. It's like, man, there's so many gifts in the church. There's so many people that have this, uh, this gift for this function, right? It's, it's honoring what God has blessed each and every one of us for the purpose he's given each and every one of us. It's recognizing and honoring them for that. It goes on to say in verse 9, Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. I see that. Did, 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 I, did I read that right? Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share, the Lord's, share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. I wonder if this goes for like Facebook too, like social media too. Like, do not repay evil for evil? Probably does. I would assume so. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I'll repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you'll heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Right? Like all these things, it's like, man, wow. Like it's just like mind blown. Like this, this is how you honor. Right? And honor is, is, is that being Jesus with skin on. Let me, let me love someone like Christ would love. Right? Let, let, let me not repay evil for evil, but overcome it but with, with good. Right? It's, it's blessing those who persecute you. Right? It's, it's biting that tongue when, you know, that, that comment just was rising up within. It's like, oh, man, I, I want to respond with this. Right? It's biting that tongue. It's, it's saying, hey, man, I, I'm going to love like Christ. Amen? Amen. Amen? Amen. The next verse that I just want to look at dealing with honor this morning is Ephesians 6, 1. And probably it's, it's like the, 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 the verse that all my parents in the room, it's like probably your favorite verse. So like you're welcome in advance. Like you're going to love this one. Right? Ephesians 6, 1, it says this. Children, obey your parents because you belong to the Lord. For this is the right thing to do. Honor your father and your mother. For this is the first, what? Commandment. This is the first commandment. Yes, commandment. It's the first commandment with a promise. If, someone say if. 
if you honor your father and your mother, things will go well for you. Can I tell you, I learned that at a young age. Right? If I honor my father and my mother, I know that my rear is not going to be sore. Right? Anybody else learn that when you're young? Right? It was one of those things where, man, if I'm honoring, man, I know that I'm going to get some benefits here. Right? I'm not going to get some of the punishment that I deserve. I was that kid that, like, my, my, my mom would go to spank me, and I would just laugh. Because, like, she would try to be spanking me as hard as she could. And I don't know if that was you or maybe you have kids that are that way. But it's like, they, she just couldn't spank hard enough. And I just would laugh. And I didn't learn my lesson until one day she's like, just wait till your dad gets home. <laughs> I didn't do that anymore. Right? But it's that first commandment. Things will go well for you. And you have a long life on the earth. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. So we learn here. We learn here that honor is obedience. Right? Honor is obedience. And we know that obedience is the key to life. Right? It's obedience because it's a commandment. Right? Honor your father and your, and your mother is one of the, the ten commandments. Right? It's it's. it's, it, it's it's obedience. It's, it's a, a love that doesn't say, or I love the portion here that it says, um, or it doesn't say, excuse me, man. It doesn't say, honor them, honor your father and your mother if they're good parents. It doesn't say, honor them if they're good parents. It doesn't say, honor them if you feel like it. It says, honor. Right? So, so honor is just, it's, it's being, honor your father and mother, it's, it's being obedient to what God has, has commanded us to do. Right? It's following in obedience. It's following in obedience. And, and some of you may be sitting here this morning and say, hey, but Luke, you don't know my parents. Right? H- how can I honor them? Like, you, you don't know what, what, I, what I grew up with. And I'm not saying honor because they're perfect, because they're not. Right? The, the, the Bible clearly says that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Right? Everyone. There's not one in the room that hasn't. But we say here uh, at the power place, we place the value of heaven on you because you bear the image of Christ. Right? You, you are an, an image bearer of God himself. Everyone around you is an image bearer of God. Right? He created you in his image. It says it in Genesis 1.27. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Right? It's, it's honoring because of the image God has for them. To honor in the Greek, is, it, it means a value by which the price is fixed. A value by which the price is fixed. And Pastor Greg, in his notes, I'm just going to read them to you because they're, they're so good. He says this. This is, is, is the starting place for honor. A value by which the price is fixed of the price itself. Of the price itself. God sets mankind's value. The value of something is, not, is what someone is willing to pay for it. God placed the highest value on every single human being by creating us in his very image and then paying the ultimate price for our salvation. The price of his one and only son. That's how valuable God says that you are. That's the value that God has placed on every human being. It's the value of heaven. It's the price that he paid. So honor is placing heaven's value on everyone that you encounter. Everyone that you interact with. Even the people where it's like, man, you're hard to love. Right? You're, you're, hard to, you're hard to honor. Because when you honor someone that is not acting honor worthy, you're holding that crown above their head. Right? You're saying, hey, I know that you're not acting honor worthy, but I'm going to honor you because I already know and I recognize of what, what God says about you. Right? He, I know that he's created you in, in his image. 
So I'm going to praise that, that crown above your head because I'm, I'm calling you, I'm beckoning you higher. I'm, I'm calling you to greatness. I'm saying, hey, this is the value that, that Christ has for you, right? It's, it's his value. This is John 3, 16. For this is how God loved. Someone say loved. This is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life, right? It, it's, man, it's that value of heaven, that value of heaven. So we honor up, honor down, and honor all around. So I, I just want to speak to honoring up for a few moments. Can I just tell you that honoring up begins with and is all about recognition? Simply recognition. My first challenge in honoring up is, is stop and recognize. Stop and recognize. Stop and recognize that you wouldn't be sitting where you're at without the people that have, have gone before you. Right? You wouldn't be sitting where you're at without the people that have, that have poured and, and, and spent their life just loving you like Christ. Right? It's, it's you wouldn't be the, in the spot that you're at. Right? This last week, I, I spent just moments with my family. And it was, it was just the sweet moments. We went back to Nebraska, and we spent time with like my, my extended family and cousins and aunts and uncles and all that kind of stuff. And some of my, my favorite moments with my family were simply sitting around drinking coffee. Anybody a coffee fan? Yes? Yeah, I, I am too. Thanks to my wife. If you know my wife, she loves coffee. But it was, it was these moments where it wasn't necessarily the coffee. I, I had two moments. One with, with my grandpa in the morning drinking coffee. And it was just like, he was just telling me about what God was doing in his life. He was just simply just, just spilling it out for me. And what he had been doing for decades. And I just stopped and I just was like, man, like, it was like this overwhelming feeling of, man, I wouldn't be where I'm at if it weren't for the legacy that he had set for my family. Like, it was just like that, man, all of a sudden, it's like that light bulb went on. That recognition came up in, in my life. And then a separate moment with my parents, and we were sitting around the table. I don't know. You just, like, kind of reminisce when you're on the table. And they were talking about all, like, the renovations that they had done at different, like, childhood houses and stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Like, I remember when we, like, demolished our entire, like, garage and made it into a living room. Like, I remember that. I, I helped with that. That was in my mind. I probably got in the way, you know, like little kids do. But it was just like that reminiscing, and then I just like began to think about, man, I wouldn't have some of those, those moments, those memories, like, without what my, my parents did. And it was that, 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 like, that recognition, just that understanding. And I was, I was flying back uh, from spending moments with them. It was almost like, as I was thinking about those times, it was like this overwhelming, like, just feeling came over me, like, man, like, I'm just, I'm just grateful. I'm just thankful. Like, this is incredible, like, what my parents have done. It's that, that recognizing of of where I've been and, and who's poured in. So my challenge to you this morning is stop and recognize. There are people in your life that have poured and poured, right? People that have, that have spent their life to, to get to where you are today. So recognize them, uh, recognize those people, then simply be grateful. Challenge, challenge number two when honoring up is be grateful. One of, the, one of the easiest ways that you can honor is by simply saying thank you. Simply saying thank you. Like, hey, th thank you says, hey, I, I recognize what you've done for me, and I'm grateful. Right? It's a, a simple thank you. And, and when you say thank you, and verbalize, like, what that thank you means. Right? Thank you, and like, hey, let me, let me just verbalize. Let me spill out for you, like, why I'm so grateful for what you've done in my life. Right? It's, it's that honoring uh, uh, with, with gratefulness. So stop and recognize. Be grateful. And when you truly do these things, I promise you that, that, that something will just swell up inside and that you'll have to follow serving. So challenge three, follow serving. 
as I was, I was praying for today, the Lord, he, he just like, I was walking and praying in the park. I, I love just praying in the park. It's just like, for me, like nature is, is one of the ways that I so connect with God. And I was, I was walking and praying and the Lord, he, he spoke this word to me. He spoke trailblazers. Like, I don't know, like Portland trailblazers, like you want me to go play basketball? Like, what do you, what do you mean by trailblazers? Right? And he, and he spoke trailblazers and it, what is a trailblazer? Anybody know what a trailblazer is? Right? There's someone that, that goes before. Right? They, they, they cut down the weeds. They, they, they pour out the sweat. They pour out just their heart, just, just blazing a trail for you to follow. And, and the Lord spoke that to me, just, just in the, the reminder of, man, those that have gone before you, like, just to honor them. Right? Like, they're the ones that have, they, they've, they've made the, the, the trail for you to follow. Right? They, they've rutted out the, the divot. So it's like, man, this is just easy. It's just natural for me to go in this direction. Right? It's just like, man, when you stop and recognize it and think about that, wow, what, what, a, what an incredible thing that is. So can I just, just, can I just challenge us all? Don't reap the benefits of the blazed trail and then get lazy on the trail. Did you hear that? Don't reap the benefits of the blazed trail and then get lazy on the trail. As I was just kind of praying about like that, that, that the word the Lord gave me, he, he kind of gave me this vision of just uh, these workers pulling a cart. Simple, just like these workers pulling a cart. It almost looked like a, like a covered wagon, you know, like I was like, man, I'm going back to like the Oregon Trail. Like, I don't know what's happening here. And he gave me this, like, this vision of these workers pulling the cart. And then there's someone in the cart, right, the beneficiary in the cart, just like riding in the cart lazily. And it was just that, that warning of like, hey, don't be the one that is, that is behind just lazily watching as those that are, that are blazing the trail are doing all the work, right? It's like, hey, no, no, get involved, right? This generation is meant to, to labor and co-labor with this next generation, right? It's, it's that thing of, hey, man, we're supposed to be working together, right? It's, it's when the, the, the older generation is leaning down to, to pour into, to, to lead, and to guide, to direct, and the younger generation is, is leaning and saying, hey, show me the things that you've learned so I can avoid some mistakes and so I can follow and so we can advance the kingdoms together, right? It, it, that's the only way that the kingdom of God can be advanced, right? When we're co-laboring together, and I, I felt like it was such a, a, a sweet vision that the Lord was, was giving me of, man, we're supposed to, to do this thing as one, as a united front, on the front lines. And as we do, like that's, that's how the kingdom of God is advanced. So honor, honor up, honor down, honor all around. The last verse that I just wanna look at today is specifically, uh, is, talking about, is talking to church leaders, but I also believe it's to those that are experienced in the faith, those meant to be honoring down. It says this in 1 Peter 5, and now, a word to you who are elders in the churches. I too am an elder and a witness to the sufferings of Christ. And I too will share in his glory when he is revealed to the whole world. As a fellow elder, I appeal to you, care for the flock that God has entrusted to you. Who is your flock? Your family members, your kids, your grandkids, like care for the flock that God has entrusted to you. Watch over it willingly, not grudgingly. Not for what you'll get out of it, because you're eager to serve God. Because you're eager to serve God. Don't lord it over the people assigned to your care, but lead them by your own good example. Did you see that? Go ahead and just, just see if your neighbor saw that. Just go ahead and, and nudge them. Say, hey, you, you sleeping over there? Did you see that? Like, lead them by, the, by the, them by your own good example. 
And when the great shepherd appears, you will receive a crown of never-ending glory and honor. In the same way, you who are younger must accept authority of all the others. All my young people see that? You see that this morning? You must accept the authority of all the elders. And all of you, dress yourselves, actively put on, dress yourselves in humility as you relate to one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So we see here the honoring down. So honoring up, honoring down is faithfulness. It's faithfulness. It's steadfastness. Right? It's just saying, hey, you're someone that I can follow. You're you're someone that that is leading the way, and I I can uh, follow in those footsteps. Can I tell you today that there's not a lot of people that these younger, this younger generation can emulate today. Right? They're, they're looking for people to say, hey, I can follow that. I can be a part of what they're doing. Right? I, I'm gonna strive to be like them. It's that faithfulness. It's that steadfastness in, in who God is. It's that willingness to share. Share the truth of what God is doing in your life and has done in your life. Right? It's that willingness to share. It's honoring down. It's sharing your time. Woo. Wait, I have to share my time? Right? I, I have to go and, and give of what, man, I want to be over here on my lazy boy. No, it, it, it's, it's sharing your time, right? It's sharing your skills. Can I just tell you that I just learned uh, a few weeks ago how to change my oil? Yeah, it's been, it's been a long time coming, right? But it's, it's sharing your skills. and saying, hey, I'm an honor down by maybe you haven't been instilled with some of these skills. Let me just help you along. But let me help you understand some of these things. I'm going to honor down for a moment. It's discipleship. Honor down is discipleship. It's being an example worth emulating. Right? And can I just tell you, man, honor down and don't stop. Keep honoring down. Till the, till the day you die, don't stop. Honor. Because right here in Romans 12, 10, it says this. Love each other with a genuine affection. And take delight. Take delight in honoring each other, right? It's, man, take delight in it. Man, when that light bulb comes on, man, and you see what the, the impact that you're making, man, take delight in it as you honor one another, as you, as you lift each other up, as you hold the crown above their head, man, take delight in it, enjoy it, because, man, it's, it's why we're here, right? Take delight in honoring each other. So here's what I wanna do. I wanna end my time speaking before Pastor Billy comes up, just by honoring up, right? I, I wanna honor up. And I'll preface it with this, like, just go ahead and, and hold the applause, because I, I just felt so heavy in my heart that I just want, I want to honor up, and I want to honor our shepherds of the house. I want to honor Pastor Greg and Christy, and I, I know they're not here. I know, I know that they're not present, but uh, if you guys would just stand for me for a moment, just everyone stand up real quick. Here's what we're going to do. I just want to stop and recognize, I want to be grateful, and I want to show some appreciation this morning. I don't know if you, you've stopped and realized or recognized that, that you, me, I, I was thinking about this today, you and I, we wouldn't be here without their faithfulness. We wouldn't be here without their faithfulness. We wouldn't be here without their, their willingness to say yes, right? This house wouldn't be here. What, what the, the church is doing, how, how we're moving, it wouldn't be happening without their yes. Like that's just, it's crazy for me to think about like that, that this, this house wouldn't be here. Right, that this school that is going to change so many kids' lives wouldn't be happening without their yes. Yeah, come on, right? So here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Yeah, hold, hold on for a second because we're going to give them a thunderous applause. 
We're all gonna just go ahead and face this camera right over here because they're all watching online. I know that they're, they're watching online. Go ahead and face this camera, right? Because they're, they're watching, right? Uh, hopefully they're just weeping in their, their sofa right now. Just go ahead and just, just give them just, just some honor this morning. Give honor where honor is due. Come on, come on. Hey, come on. Amen. 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 Love it. Come on. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Love you guys. Thanks for everything you poured and instilled. What a blessing. Awesome. You guys may be seated. So honor up, honor down, honor all around. And Pastor Billy's gonna come and share with us to give some to give some uh, applause for Pastor Billy this morning. Thank you, Pastor Luke. Yeah, can we get a uh, set change here? Poor, poor Jeremy and I, I feel like, sometimes I feel like the Israelites and they see the Nephilim in the land and they run away. And they're like, what's going on here? Poor Jeremy are surrounded by PG, Luke. I, thought, I think one of the, the standards before Jeremy and I came on was you have to be 6'9 to be a pastor. <laughs> I'm up here just, oh, where'd Billy go? He's behind the, the, the there I am. Hey, guys, let me tell you about Jesus. <laughs> You know, growing up, that's what my mom always told me. She said, if you want to look tall, just go find a bunch of short people and hang out with them. She didn't actually say that. I'm just kidding. She did not get in trouble there. But she did say, she did say that the people that say beauty's on the inside, they're the ugly ones. She didn't say that either. I'm just kidding. She, I love you, Ma. She didn't say that. I'm going to get in trouble here. Oh, honor up, honor down, honor all around. Wow. Can we give it up for Pastor Luke one more time? That was fantastic. He was spitting some truth today. <clears throat> so for those who, who know me, you know I love history. And in particular, I am a huge World War II buff. Uh, my grandfather served in the World War II, and I unfortunately, he had a stroke when I was young. I didn't get a chance to hear it from his mouth, some of the stories, but my mom from generation has passed on some of those stories to me, and I love hearing those stories of, of him, and he was ruthless, and he had some, he was also honorable though. And in the war, in military in general, one of the highest recognitions you can receive, it's the highest recognition, is the Congressional Medal of Honor. Uh, most of those, maybe not most of those, but a good bit of those are actually given posthumously. So it's given to those who have already passed on. And check this out. So the Medal of Honor is the highest military decoration that may be awarded by the United States government. Just bear with me. I'm just getting over a uh, little bit of a sickness, so I got to keep my, uh, got to keep the old throat Nice and hydrated. So it's presented by the President of the United States in the name of Congress. It's conferred upon only by the members of the United States Armed Forces who distinguish themselves through conspicuous gallantry and intrepidity at the risk of life and beyond the call of duty. And uh, one in particular I want to tell you about this morning. His name was Ben Salomon. And he served as a dentist during World War II. At one point in the war, he came to replace the field surgeon of the 2nd Battalion of the 105th Infantry 
And on his faithful day, Salomon worked as an aide in a station about 50 yards from the front foxhole lines. It's about half a football field. It's about from me to that, maybe a little past that camera. So he's that close to the front lines. He's that close to the, to the battle. Um, at one point during the battle, the Japanese commander on the other side ordered his troops to, to do bonsai charges. Any of those who don't know what a bonsai charge is in the war was it was a suicide mission. It was a suicide charge where the commander would say bonsai and all of his troops on the front line would get up out of cover and charge. And it was a suicide mission. And he ordered a bonsai charge and he told each of his men, I want you to take out 10 Americans before you succumb to your wounds. So he ordered the bonsai charge and... The Japanese eventually overran the forward lines and they encroached and they were upon the tent where Salomon was. Well, what does Salomon do? Granted, he's a dentist working as a surgeon. He's not even a a, a commander. He's not a general. Salomon orders that his entire tent be evacuated while he covered everyone. Mm. Salomon's fate wasn't clear until the army unit finally overtook the line again and they found his body slumped over a machine gun with 98 deceased Japanese troops in front of him. So if you do the math there, if each of them were to take out 10 Americans, he saved about 1,000 lives that day. He had received 76 bullet wounds and he saw just as many bayonet wounds. It was determined that he sustained up to 24 wounds while he was still alive and breathing. If that's not honor, I don't know what is. He was awarded the the Medal of Honor. That's an honorable man. Depending on which biblical translation you're reading, the word honor appears in the Bible roughly 147 times. That's a lot. It's a big number. So clearly, honor means everything to God. Can I get an amen? So what are some examples of honor in the Bible? Uh, We touched on a couple today, but a commandment, honor your father and mother. Luke brought it up. Now, like Luke, I was an ornery uh, child. I'm sure my mom would tell you. Do you hear the amen back there? That was her. (laughs) Unlike Luke, I didn't laugh when she was ready to spank me. And see, I come from a a deep Italian family, rooted Italian. So a little bit of aggression there, maybe not. And, uh, you know, in Italian families, it's like an infomercial. The wooden spoon has many uses. It's cooking. Uh, You can wedge it between a door. It cures smallpox. Uh, But what the wooden spoon was mainly used in my family was for spanking. And I saw that spoon many times. In fact, she's probably going to get mad at me. But one time, (laughs) she... I, who knows what I did? I did a lot. I shot out my, all the windows in our shed with a BB gun once. I don't know why. I had three older sisters. I had to get my energy out somehow. So she, I did something wrong, and she grabs the wooden spoon, and just one whack, and pop, it hits me, and it breaks. And so then as we're kind of in that standoff like, whoa, uh-oh. I'm like looking at her. She's looking at me like, what? What do I do now? Like, I don't know if this has ever happened before. 
And I'm kind of like, okay, well, should I just start walking away? I got the picture, Ma. No, she goes in and she grabs the plastic one. Anywho, can I just say honor your father and mother? You're going to avoid a lot of pain, people. It also says honor the Lord with your tithe. Honor the Lord with all your heart, with all your mind. It says wives submit. Another word would be wives honor your husbands. But in the same way, husbands honor your wives. I was counseling a... uh, a married man a few, he was my age a few years back and uh, about halfway through our conversation, I said, so what's going on? Tell me what's going on in your marriage. And he says, you know what, Billy? My wife, she's not submitting to me. She's not honoring me. I says, okay, elaborate. And so I won't get into the depth of it, but I stopped him at one point because he was just going on and on. It was turning into a bashing against his wife. And I said, hold up. I said, are you honoring God right now by even this talk? He was like, no. I said, are you, an, are you living honorably? Because if you aren't living honorably and even honoring him, then you're not worth being honored. So you need to look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, just like that, are you deserving of the honor? Because if you first aren't honoring him, then how can you expect others to honor you in return? And here's the thing, guys. The thing about honor is it's not always easy, right? But it's imperative in order to live a holy and pleasing life to the Lord. And even if others around you in leadership, even if they aren't acting in an honorable way, you do it anyway and you honor them because that then shows honor to God. And that's the most important thing. That's what we're striving for, guys. First Peter 2, 11 through 17. So Peter is writing to some of the Lord's selected exiles uh, across uh, the land. Uh, some of them are in harsh conditions and some of them are in harsh, underneath harsh leadership. It says, dear friends, I urge you as foreign exiles to abstain from civil desires which wage war against your soul. Live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, you may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day that he visits. Submit yourself to the Lord's sake, to every human authority, whether to the emperor as the supreme authority or to the governors who are sent by him to punish those who do wrong and to commend those who do right. For it is God's will that by doing good, you should silence the ignorant talk of foolish people. Live as free people, but do not use your freedom as cover-up for evil. Live as God's slaves. Show proper respect to everyone. Love the family of believers. Fear God, but honor the emperor. Ooh, it's not always easy to honor the emperor, is it? Especially when these days the emperor uh, makes a fool of themselves and makes a mockery of our country. I'm not just talking about the current one. Many in the past. But in a day and age where the fabric of our world is being torn apart and the biblical foundation is being attacked day after day, we need to continue to show honor to our leaders. We have to. Because why? Because that's honoring to the one true God. 
I'm going to go to Romans 1. Now, this verse can get taken out of context, so I'm going to clarify after I give this verse. But it says, I'm sorry, Romans 13. Everyone must submit to governing authorities, for all authority comes from God. All authority comes from God, even when you don't agree with it. All authority comes from him, and those in positions of authority have been placed there by God. So anyone who rebels against that authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and they will be punished. Next, it goes on to say, see, even Bible times, it says, I'm talking to somebody today. Pay your taxes, people. Pay your taxes, too, for these same reasons. For government workers need to be paid. They are serving God in what they do. Give everything to what you owe them. Again, I'm telling you, he's getting through to somebody. Somebody's skirting around the IRS today. Pay your taxes and government fees to those who collect them and give respect. Honor those who are in authority. So you say to me then, okay, Billy, you're telling me to submit to the governing authorities. You're telling me for all authority comes from God, right? Yeah, I am saying that. I mean, it's biblical. It's in the Bible. But here's the thing. We cannot let our authority, our honor to authority be tainted by the fear tactics of the enemy. Let me say that again. We cannot let our honor to authority be tainted by the fear tactics of the enemy. And here's the thing. If authority causes your standards to be compromised, you got to fight back with a holy boldness. You got to stand strong on the word. And stand your ground. Perfect example. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They honored all the Babylonian traditions they could. They could. They honored Nebuchadnezzar up until the point where it was going to compromise their standards. They didn't allow the fear tactics to come in and say, okay, well... He's going to throw us in the fire. We're going to get burned up, guys. So I know we'll repent later, but we'll just bow down and worship that idol because it's, it's biblical. I mean, the Lord tells us we have to submit to authority, so we got to do it. Now, you gotta, you, we got to use our brain sometime. You got to think. Let your spirit take over. Just because the authority is telling you that you need to do this, Yes, honor authority, but don't let your standards be compromised in return. That's when you're in a dangerous situation. Because clearly, it says it right here in Deuteronomy 6, verse 13. Honor the Lord your God. That's number one. Worship him only. And make your promises in his name alone. Do not worship other gods, any gods of the people around you. If you do worship other gods, the Lord's anger will come against you like a fire and will destroy you completely. So yes, they honored Nebuchadnezzar, but they did not allow their standards, they did not allow what they felt in their spirit to ever be compromised. And we have to be the the same exact way in this day and age. Yes, honor, but don't be compromised. Uh, My mom had a, a friend years back, we were talking couple decades. <clears throat> Her son was in high school and 
he was learning about evolution and he was asked to, uh, they were all asked to write a paper on evolution. Well, he and his family were believers, they're Christians. And deep down, he knew, no, I can't do that, that's not right. So not only does he not write the paper about evolution, but he writes the paper about why evolution is false and why God is the true creator. Well, he got an A. No, 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 he didn't. He flunked. <laughs> he got an F, a big fat F. So did he just say, okay, honor authority. Authority gave me the F. I just got to take it and, you know, take this one in the cheek and move on. No. Nah. He wasn't letting his standards get compromised. He fought. He and his mom marched up to that principal's office. And what do you think happened? When the Lord's behind you, what do you think happened? What happened to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Anybody know? Anybody know that story? What do you think happened to him? Not only did that principal turn that grade around to an A, but I went to that same school, and five years later when I was in school, evolution wasn't in the curriculum So do you see what happens when we honor authority? He did it in an honorable and respectful way, though. He didn't march up to that teacher and say, how dare you change that grade? No, not having it. No, he was honorable. And look, you let God take over. God takes over. Let him be your justice. Let him be your mercy. Go ahead, Ben, come, if you would. I'm going to close out here. We're going to do, I'm going to do something a little bit different this morning. Before I do that, I just want to say at the end of the day, we need to honor and value those around us. Not just those in authority, but we need to honor and value everyone around us because God valued them first. Because God valued them first. And how do we know that God valued them first? pretty simple. That's why. Honor, because he honored and valued them first. So this morning as the band comes, we're going to do a little bit of honoring this morning. It's, uh, Luke and I had no communication this week about what we were going to do. And I, how cool is it that he chose to switch it up a little bit and, and honor our pastors. Because this morning, I want to honor a couple different groups of people in this room and those watching online. Ushers, if you come take this, please. The first group I want to honor is, all, is our law enforcement, our police officers. We back the blue here. In a day and age where it's harder to be a police officer now than it ever has been. You're talking about a job where day in and day out, they're scared to do their jobs because of the landscape that we're in right now. Everyone is out to get them. I don't agree with everything Mr. Charles Barkley says, but one thing I line up with Charles Barkley is I, I listened to a podcast a couple months ago, 
And he said, all you idiots who are saying defund the police, what are you going to do when you're in trouble? Hello? Yeah, defund the people who are going to protect you when someone's breaking into the middle of the night. So we're going to honor them today. Any police officer watching online, any in here right now, can we just give it up for them? Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In fact, I'm gonna take it a little bit, a little more. If you're a law enforcement today, I wanna meet you right here. I want you front and center. If you're law enforcement or if you are a spouse of law enforcement, I want you here. Right here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Can we give it up for them? Thank you. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Nate. Thank you, Paul. Thank you for putting your lives above us, above the call of duty. I can say this because she's my sister. The countless nights, she doesn't know when her husband's coming home because he puts his life above everybody else in this room, whether they hate him or love him. Thank you. We're gonna pray over you today. I've asked Pastor Jeremy to come and pray over our law enforcement. If you all could reach out a hand right now, we're going to pray blessing and honor and favor. Father, we thank you, Lord, for our law enforcement. God, we thank you, Lord Jesus, Lord, that you provided, Lord God, this, uh, this nation, God, you provided this state, Lord God, with the best of the best, Lord Jesus. And Lord, we know you as a just God. We know you as a truthful God. So Lord, I pray that as our law enforcement stands for truth, as they stand for justice, Lord, I pray that your tangible presence, Lord, will go before them, it would go behind them and all around them. As you surrounded the Israelites in the wilderness, I pray that you would surround our officers, God, and people in law enforcement and justice. Lord, I pray, God, you would surround them as they do the task, oh God, that you have called them to. God, I pray, Lord Jesus, that we, we cancel every single lie and deception that police officers and law enforcement have in this nation and in this world. We cancel it in Jesus' name. And Holy Spirit, I pray, God, that you would cover them, Lord God. Cover them with the blood of Jesus as they're out in the world, Lord God, as they're out serving and protecting each and every community, each and every individual, each and every city, Lord God. I pray, God, that you would go before them, that you would fight the battle ahead of them, Lord God, and that they only need to be be still in your presence. They only need to trust you, Lord God. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would continue to ordain their steps, God. And Lord, I pray, God, that you would encourage them, God, by your presence. Encourage them, God, by your word, Lord. And I pray that as a church body that we, Lord God, we would stand in unity behind them, saying we are with you. We support you. We stand with you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. You guys may be seated. Thank you. Thank you. Our next group of people, 
I want to honor this morning our medical professionals, our nurses, our doctors, our board certified specialists in here. Yeah, your job was hard before, but oh, how hard has your job been the past two and a half years? I'm sure you've seen and heard things you've never dreamed you would see here. We honor you today. We say thank you today. Thank you for healing and saving us when we need it. We need you. Thank you. Same thing. All medical professionals, nurses, doctors, uh, former nurses. I had many conversations with my buddy Eric Ward over the pandemic. And some of the stories that he was in my house telling me what he was going through. Ooh, I I can only imagine. So I want to ask now, come meet me here. Medical professionals, meet me here, right here on the stage. Right here. Come. Come. Thank you. Thank you for doing what you do. Thank you for doing what you do with excellence. And I pray you do and continue to do what you do with excellence. Backed with the Spirit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've asked Landon to pray over our medical professionals this morning. Jesus, we thank you for every individual here who's on the front lines of the medical field. God, I thank you for where you've placed them. God, I thank you for their their minds. I thank you for their hands. I thank you for their gifting. God, that you've given them. And I pray that they would honor you through their gifting. God, that you would be glorified for everything that they do. God, every individual that they come into contact with, I pray that you would be seen through them. Father, I pray that you would strengthen them, strengthen their minds, strengthen their spirits. God, I pray that as they approach every situation, it would be done to honor you, God, that you would receive honor through every individual, through every situation. And God, today we honor them for what they're doing, for the lives that are being saved, the lives that are are being changed through uh, their interaction with other people. God, I thank you for what you're doing, for where you've placed them. God, their mission field that you've called them to. God, I pray that they would view it as such. You've called them to these places. So God, I pray that you would equip them to handle every situation, every person they come into contact with, every uh, sickness that they deal with. God, I pray that it would be your wisdom imparted to them. Uh, knowledge that's beyond their own knowledge. God, supernatural knowledge and understanding from you that can only come from you. Father, we love you and we thank you for what you're doing in their lives and through their lives. God, would you go with them? Would you rest with them in every situation, every person they come into contact with, that you would be glorified and that you would be seen. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen.
Man, can we give it up for our medical professionals this morning? Thank you. Thank you all. Doesn't it feel good to honor? Doesn't it feel good to honor? So we honor our law enforcement. We honor our medical professionals. Next this morning, I want to talk about our education. Let's talk about our teachers this morning. Let's talk about a field that is trying to be changed and annexed from the inside right now. A field that is so under attack. We don't know which way's up, which way's left. They're trying to distract your children. But we need these teachers to be a bold and powerful presence in their lives. It's for your children's benefit. We need to be praying for our teachers. We need to be lifting our teachers up. We need to be covering our teachers daily. Daily. And today I want to honor our teachers. Principals, teachers, aides. Meet me up here. Meet me up here this morning. Teachers, principals, aides right here this morning. Yeah, let's give it up for them. Let's give it up right here. Come, come, come. Yeah, we value education here. I think we should start a school. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We honor you today. Speaking of school, we have a, a guy here known as Pastor Zay and He's got a heart for the teachers and for school right now. In fact, our academy wouldn't be happening without his heart. We, it wouldn't be happening without what was birthed inside of him. So I pray this morning, and I'm going to ask Pastor Isaiah to come and pray over our teachers this morning. Dearly Father, we love you and we thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you. Come on, just stretch your hands. I start to pray. They, they need it. Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for the future days, the days that are ahead. Lord, thank you for their hearts to see lives changed. Lord, thank you that you're going to pour through them. Thank you, Lord, that it's not by their power, Lord, but it's by your power. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that they rely on you this morning. Lord, that as the school year starts, Lord, it's coming right around the corner, Lord. I thank you that you're going to lead them and guide them, Lord. Give them wisdom and discernment, Lord, in things unknown and known. Lord, I pray that there would be just a pouring out of fruit in Jesus' name. Over and over again, fresh fruit out of these teachers, Lord. I pray, Lord, what the world has to offer doesn't even compare, to, Lord, to what you're offering. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for, for finances, Lord, over and over again in their home. God, I pray blessing and favor upon them and their families. Lord, I thank you, God, that there's biblical education going on in the house, Lord. We love you and thank you, Lord. I pray blessing over and over and over again in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. 
We got one more group, but before I move on to that, if you're walking in the hallway in here today, you see one of those people that have been up here, law enforcement, medical profession teachers, thank them. Go seek them out, thank them. We don't honor and thank them enough. Last group. shepherds it's by no coincidence Luke already did it they need a double portion and I know PG, Christy and Brittany you're looking in from the other side online Pastor Isaiah I want you to join us I want you to come right here you're going to stand in we need to surround and support PG, Christy, Pastor Isaiah, and Brittany. They need us now more than ever. The daily tests and trials that they go through, you don't know. You don't bear what they bear. You don't know the day in and day out, the mud that they trudge through, but they do it because they love you. They love each and every one of you. And thank you. I don't know what camera I'm looking into, but thank you. Thank you. We love you. We honor you today. I honor you today. I've asked my mom to come and pray over our pastors. And this one, I'm going to invite the whole lot of you to come and lay your hands on Pastor Isaiah this morning and lift him up. So come, surround him. How many of us know that the head is attacked by the enemy more than any of us the head is attacked so father god i pray a hedge of protection lord god over greg christy Brittany and isaiah lord jesus i pray you would increase the anointing lord god increase their strength father god i come against the enemy when he attacks with sickness in the name and by the blood of jesus Jesus healed a, a shriveled hand on the Sabbath and the enemy got mad. Well, may he do it again. Heal on the Sabbath day, Lord God. We come against him in the name and by the blood of Jesus. We pray with, that they would speak with your mouth, that they would love with your heart, that they would think with your mind, Lord God, and you would surround them with your favor as with a shield, Lord God. And me, may we as the church May we be the Elishas, Lord. Elisha would not take his eyes off Elijah. He wouldn't leave him. He wouldn't be distracted until Elijah was taken up to heaven in that chariot of fire. May we be the Elishas behind our pastors, Father God, and bless them abundantly. Nothing's too hard for us, Lord God. You said nothing's impossible for us, Lord Jesus. So again, I ask you to bless them. Give them that peace that passes all understanding, Lord God. And we'll be, we'll be sure to give you all the glory, Lord, all the honor and all the praise as you bless them in your protective love, Lord God. Guide them, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can we give a shout to God today? Can we give a shout to the Lord today? Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Blessings, Jesus.
Thanks for checking out the PowerPlace audio podcast. If you want more resources for your walk with the Lord, you can visit us online at www.thepowerplace.org. You can check us out on YouTube and Facebook at The PowerPlace Church if you want to watch the service online. And if you want to give, you can text any amount to 84321 or visit the church website.